0: This is the Coleman Chaos Podcast, episode 73. I'm Thomas. I'm Jaden. I'm Dakota. And I'm Matt. We're just a couple of everyday guys trying to become better versions of ourselves. Welcome to our conversation. This is the world of chaos. Show or feel no nervousness, anger, or other strong emotion. Complete disorder or confusion. We're not only training our, you know, our defensive mindsets; we're also working, at, you know, in our spiritual lives and trying to make ourselves better human beings.
1: Comic House podcast episode seventy three. It's been a minute. It's been a while. I haven't. It's I haven't been said, months. I haven't said
0: welcome back in so long.
2: Feels good to be back in front of a mic. It does. It does. It I enjoy
0: it. It does. I, I just, it. I honestly just missed seeing you guys. I did too. We stopped doing this for a while, and our reason to hang out with each other kind of <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I realized over
1: that time of us not doing this? That this is literally therapy oh yeah it's
0: therapy and it's like the most growth that I experience from anything in life
1: agreed like it absolutely 100% is therapy like us sitting down and getting to just discuss what is going on in our lives and the things that we're struggling with things that we're dealing with the things that we're happy about it absolutely is therapy for me
2: because
1: like think about even friends in our friend group that aren't a part of the podcast they don't sit down and have these conversations very often if ever
3: at least not with us if they're at least not with us yeah if they're not
1: I think I think well we we didn't post an episode for a minute how, I don't even know
0: how it's been what November sometime
3: well yeah because we were we were planning on doing one
1: at the end of November
0: at yeah. the
3: end of November slash beginning of December however however it worked out
1: so it's probably been four months
3: three months three so yeah things. i
1: think wow. i think wow well i i definitely want to say this because we weren't recording when this happened but we're starting year three.
2: Oh wow
3: wow i guess i guess we yeah the beginning of year we're three yeah the beginning yeah.
1: of year three of this thing
3: that is true okay. i did not realize that, that,
0: is, that is, I that's thought cool about
1: that this morning
3: wow. that's pretty cool
1: yeah Life goes by so fast. I oh, know. Oh. Dude, I, like, what, we're three years into this, I still feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. People, people are like, like, I got people ask me about podcast stuff, or like, they want to start a podcast or something, and they're like, oh, hey, this, this, and that, and I'm like, I, I don't know. How do you, how do you, how do you do a podcast? I'm like, dude, that is a loaded
3: question. <laughs>
1: like, I, I got three years of podcasting under my belt, and I got no idea. <laughs>
3: We kind of had at least our our apprentice years doing our
1: old one. I actually went on whenever, the phone. I went back and listened to those. Did you? It was really funny how awful it was. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure. Was, I mean, we were doing it on on was, my iPhone. There was something very endearing about us thinking that people cared, <laughs> right? About what we were saying, right? Because I went back and I listened to it, and it was genuinely us just having a conversation about nothing. And like, Always drinking tea. We, we we would sit there on the porch and we would start talking about the birds that we're seeing or the cat that's running across the road. <laughs> and I'm like, why did we think that anyone ever wanted to listen to Tea Time? Did we
3: genuinely think that though? I don't know. I don't know that we genuinely thought it. I think I, it was I, like I'll, just a reason for us to do something. All
0: I have to say is I never listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> what, when
3: was that? Like... 17? five years no, ago that, it wasn't
1: 2017 I, had to be 18 I had to be 18 I think I already dropped out
3: we, yeah we weren't in high school was
1: 2019 rock. was the last episode uh, oh yeah we 70, did do it at 70, Slippery Rocks so it September, had to be 18 24th, 2019 was the last episode of Professional Podcast Gang
3: that's
1: a 19
0: <laughs> yeah
2: you think well I, I was thinking I have kept since I was oh uh, I don't know Probably eight years old. Your journals. I've kept a journal. Um, And I've since stopped for the last, I don't know, four years. On journaling, my personal life, my spiritual life, I take really, really good notes on. Um, But it's interesting because I've never went back and read any of that stuff. I can remember making notes on, I mean, it's probably wrong, but like, how to be a good parent and what <laughs> stuff like that, which is probably totally jacked up. I am thinking about that
3: at that age for yeah, me. Yeah,
2: but um be a kid. I wrote a lot of notes whenever I was like I don't know, nine, ten years old. I wrote up I wrote a lot of notes to my future self inside of that journal. I've never went back and that would be super cool read them.
3: Did you? No? Or no? no still so not? I
2: haven't. That would be a really cool that thing to be, do. Really, I wish really, I would
3: have really thought cool. about doing that. I guess I could do it now and just do it when I'm like 50. But I say
2: that to say how cool is it going to be whenever we're in our 40s, 50s, which sounds so far away, but as fast as as these three years have gone since we started this um, is crazy. So it's cool to think that we'll be able to reflect back and see how we thought and watch our walk with God as well and where it's really came from, which I don't know. I don't know i think about some of the perspectives and some of the stances that i held when we first started this thing and i'm like that was so stupid you know, i'm it wishing it wasn't on air it
1: changed you know? a lot since. but but that's the that's the charm of the whole thing yeah i guess so. yeah
3: and i don't i don't think it was anything to like think back on and like necessarily be ashamed of like it wasn't like you thought like Killing babies was cool, and now I you think, don't. It was just it, we just we just had different ideology of well, you know. What what makes everything?
1: What makes this podcast and the way that we do it so cool in my eyes is that I'm I know it's being posted on the internet and like people can see it and all that, and I might have a wrong opinion or a wrong fact, but we have structured this podcast in a way that even if we're wrong, it's gonna get revisited. Mm. and we're going to talk about it again and we're going to grow through it we're going to be like oh yeah hey remember when i said that i actually have a different viewpoint on that now mm. yeah. and we we've we've structured this in a way that at least i feel we're never hard stanced on one thing and our minds are never going to be changed type thing it's like we're growing in everything that we talk about on this
0: yeah i think i think it's cool to I mean obviously we'll be able to look back and see how much we've changed but other people are on this journey with us yeah and to an extent you know the people at least the people that know us personally are able to hold us accountable to the things that we say yeah and you know the the people regardless of if they know us well or not they're able to you know be a part of us learning new things so i have a really cool
1: uh not really an update but a really cool thing that happened about the podcast so there's a kid that we have in youth group that he came up to me and he was like you know the only reason that i have spotify is for your podcast i was like really you don't listen to music or anything he's like no my parents pay for apple uh like apple music and we use that but, like, I use Spotify solely to listen to your podcast. And, uh, he was talking about how he was sad that we haven't posted in a while. And then his mom came up to me, and she actually bought him a hoodie for Christmas as, like, a Christmas gift. Oh, nice. Like, like imagine you, when you were a kid, opening presents on Christmas. Mm. He got one of our shirts
0: as a Christmas present. That's mm. so cool. Like, that's
2: <laughs> cool, right?
0: <Well. laughs> yeah, so for those of you who haven't seen... We do have apparel on the website now, full-time. Yep. Shirts and sweatshirts. Necks. Um, they are there. So, uh, if, dude, you haven't, if you haven't got them, you go pick some up. They're pretty neat.
1: I've had... So, we have the green, the OD green with black lettering Common Chaos t-shirt. And then the black crew neck with orange lettering um, Common Chaos crew neck, whatever. And I've had so many people... Come up to me, message me about the original hoodies.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: So many people want these original hoodies.
2: The OGs, and I like. That's what
1: I'm. I'm in this battle of, do I keep it as an OG thing? It's I, an OG I, thing I for think, sure.
0: I think those ones. Will <clears> sh- is this is this a, is this a topic I, that we should talk about on the podcast we're I sure. love I on. love the you know OG what? I'm thing I am going to make an executive decision <laughs> The first the first run of hoodies are going to be the OG original I think I think we, yeah, I yeah, think right, we right, need right, to keep we're we're one not it again? We're not bringing those ones No uh-uh, <laughs> uh-uh. <Shoot. laughs> at least not with the special red accents Ooh, yeah. okay. maybe we'll do more later with the... Just full white logos. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, the red, red ones. I just red. love that we did that. The red accents.
1: <laughs> On accident. The red ones, that means you sent a kid to camp. Yeah. You're special. Right. Yeah. Those those are
0: one-offs. You're not going to see those. You missed, gonna if going to make you, some people sad. If
3: you missed out, Luke Santucci, you missed out. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> That's going to
0: make some people we, we, sad. We, not we to say
3: them. we won't do hoodies again.
0: We will have more hoodies. Yeah.
3: But we, not we OG may, hoodies. We will have
0: similar
1: hoodies. Not OG not hoodies. I think that's the correct call. Yeah, I do too. I was I was thinking about that for a long time. I was like, do I bring it back or do I just? I really like being part of that like special club. Like, if we keep doing this for ten years, those we people have,
0: we have the first gen hoodies. Yeah, the people that got the
1: first gen hoodies, that's gonna be cool. Yeah,
3: no big deal right now, but like, imagine imagine someday if like this ever like goes like big time or something yeah. like that, and everybody's like selling these OG hoodies for, like, 500 or something like that? 500 you, you believe that? Because I'm sure people do that with, like, shoes and stuff like that. I'm sure people have done that. If
1: we're important enough for a $40 hoodie to now be $500, oh, we made it, boys. Yeah. <laughs> we did make it.
2: That's cool what you said, though, um, about just impact. and Something that I think about a lot. Uh, that, I don't know why, but legacy and impact is something that I'm really worried about.
0: What? Um, what happened?
2: Where did he get... Where did you get that from?
1: What, impact? impact. Because the Did kid you say was, that? The kid got it for Christmas. Like, the impact that we're making. Like I, Me and Thomas
3: looked at each other. I did not hear
1: yeah, the word impact come on out one I time.
2: On
3: I, was on I was on the same page as you, yeah. I, I had no idea where that came from.
2: But that's something I'm really passionate about. Um, and I don't know why, but that's why we talk about, like, the legacy team with the church and stuff like that. Like, that's something that yeah. I try to spend a lot of my time with because if you aren't bearing fruit and planting seeds that outlive you, then your time on earth is pretty much meaningless. Um, and I, I I get that thought from like Pastor Nick's trip to Israel. In the thousands and thousands of years that are buried beneath the ground, um, that's it, pretty much forgotten about, that yeah. nobody even really cares about. There's a lot that we can learn now, but as I head into the office down in Pittsburgh, there's a, a big iron plaque that I walk past. Um, this leaning to the side, and it's almost, I don't really want to say it's falling down, but in the next 20 years, it's probably not going to be there. Mm-hmm. And it talks about the history of, a, of an iron foundry that was originally in the city, and it was in that spot, but now it's nothing more than just a field, and they built highways over it. And I look at that, and I think, at one point in time, that was booming. There was probably a, a handful of employees, and there was somebody managing the place, And it was consistently pumping out iron that was building these cities. And I think that nobody cares about it now. But at one point in time, that was a pretty substantial piece of real estate and a substantial piece of the economy. And nobody even cares about it. As soon as that sign is gone, nobody's even really going to know that it was there aside Mm -hmm. from a select few group of people. And Pastor Nick's trip even blew that further out of proportion where they're digging down thousands and thousands of years and nobody knows who, I mean, besides some of the big players like Jesus and maybe the apostles, nobody really knows who walked those streets and, and who was a part of, and who lived in these buildings. Nobody knows. So it made me think, my name, if these buildings and these iron foundries and businesses, if they aren't even around any longer and nobody even really cares about those. And they're hundred fifty the city. Right. Yeah. And that's just 150 years ago. So think about 250, 350 years ago, nobody knows anybody unless you were a a serious player and a serious um, influencer in the community. So I'm like, nobody, odds are, in...
1: What, 300 years ago, that's revolution. That's colonization.
2: Right. And nobody really knows any of their names. So I started thinking, all right. It's not really about your name or what you do with your time here. It's more about the seeds that you plant and the lives that you impact and the souls that you touch while you're here. So that's what, and, and I mean, that's biblical too. It talks about laying up your treasures in heaven where moth and rust and what is it, moths
3: can't destroy,
2: thieves can't break in and steal, whatever that verse is.
3: That's um, Matthew Matthew six nineteen through 21. Is that what it is? I want to say. I'll fact check myself, but I think so.
2: But that's what I started thinking about is like, okay, what are we doing to touch hearts while we're here? Because my name isn't going to mean anything, but the, the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, so on, the fruits of the Spirit are going to mean something. If I can sow those seeds that at some point down the road somebody else might harvest, that's the only thing that's going to continue on past myself. Uh-huh. So, like, that's where I've been trying to spend a lot of time inside of, like, discipleship, not just me receiving discipleship, but also giving discipleship, because those are the types of things that are going to outlive me, not the amount of money that I leave behind to my kids or to my church or the the house that I spend all this time remodeling. Like, I spend time inside of those pieces, but that's not where my heart's at, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I say that to say this, the impact that we're leaving behind inside of the podcast, if we're actually touching people like that,
1: is really cool. So let's
3: keep
2: doing
1: it. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to bring it back to, uh, so you said earlier, like the stuff that we talked about when we first started this podcast are views that we don't have anymore. And I I remember specifically, some of them, yeah, but like specifically me and Matt's church view yeah, where we were like, church is stupid. Why would I go to church? Why would I be around people? And then we kind of transitioned into a all in for church. Church is necessary. Church is necessary. And it's it's weird because like being vulnerable right now, I'm like, I'm in a season right now of, I'm pretty like depressed where I just. Don't know what the next step is. I don't know what I'm doing right now, and I'm questioning the things that I've already done. Is that why you're and, growing out your beard? Yeah, because
2: last time you got depressed, you grew out your hair. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's now. Now I grow out the beard. So now, if you don't shave, we should be worried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when something's
1: when something's not getting cut, Jaden's probably depressed. Um, but so, I, now I'm I'm in a season of I believe that church is right and it's good and it it is necessary, but I don't know if everything that we're doing in the modern day church is right.
2: Mm, What do you mean by that?
1: And like, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with where I look around at all of these different churches, not just the one that we go to, but all of these different churches. And I'm like, are we doing what we were actually supposed to be doing? Is this, is this like, the Sunday experience, quote-unquote, is that what Jesus had in mind? It, did, did Jesus, like, pe- like, old people always get really mad about all the lights and the, the sound and making church a show, right? And I have no problem with lights and sound. I love lights and sound. That's what I do at the church. But I wonder if, like, are we using the lights and sound and are we using the money as a crutch because we aren't actually getting fulfilled by the works of the spirit? We're not actually seeing fruit, so we're throwing money at uh let's get a better building, let's let's upgrade this, let's upgrade that.
0: Mm.
1: And it, it it's like that's what's been weighing on my heart heavy of just like I feel like I am in a season God puts me in different seasons. The, the season that I was in before this one, it was how to figure out how to resolve conflict within the church, within people. If people have a problem with you, how, do you, how is your conflict resolution within the church? Because God calls us to do that. God's, God calls us to resolve the conflict that's happening. So that was the season I was in before. Now I'm in a season where the Holy Spirit is saying, here is, a, here, here is your next goal figure out how to cultivate a place for my spirit to be. Figure out how to how to have the holy spirit moving in a church service. And that's what I feel like God's calling me to do right now and I sit in these churches and I'm like how, what is is it the lights? Is it the people? Is it the soundboard? Is it the malfunctions that we're having? What is not cultivating the Holy Spirit right now.
3: Can I give you something? Mm-hmm. So, our our church is doing like they just made a uh, a plan for reading the Bible, uh, in a year, like front to back, and um, on Friday night service, uh, Pastor Fred said, which was like I think day five into it or whatever. But he said to write down in the front cover of your Bible. Or like if you're doing it all on your phone, you know, just like type it in your notes, whatever. Write down two or three questions for God that you need answered while while you're doing this, reading it through this year. And he said like for his, like he's already like I mean, he's only in like Exodus and he's already seeing his answers start to be fulfilled and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But so maybe I don't know, maybe maybe write down those kind of questions for yourself. Yeah. And then not even not even like searching for that answer. those questions just just keep keep reading and as as you read whatever it is you're reading whether you do it in order or like whatever whatever it is you decide you're reading in the bible keep that in mind as you're going through because it's easy it's easy to think about that right now and like you know like you just said like what what is it that's cultivating or not cultivating god's purpose in our church today it's easy to think about that now and, like, think of some ideas and everything like that. But as you're reading through God's Word, even if the what the words themselves say maybe don't directly correlate to that question, over time, I think you kind of get the idea that yeah. God is just putting into your heart, and that is the way that He can answer that for yeah, you.
1: for sure. I totally agree with that.
2: This bookmark that I have in the book I'm reading right now, um, it's from Jihau. It says, when we pray, God listens. When we read, God speaks. And I was just using this as a bookmark for a long time. And I never really thought about what that said. But it goes hand in hand with kind of what you're alluding to, Dakota. If we think about God's word as God's words, and whenever... You talk to me, I hear words. Well, whenever we read through the Bible, if we call it God's Word, then that means God should be speaking to us whenever we read it. The same way that whenever we pray, we talk to God whenever we read His Word. Those those Bible verses and passages should penetrate our hearts in some way, shape, or form. I don't know exactly how to explain that, but I never really I got this bookmark until I started thinking about it, and it's kind of like what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, I just like it, it's so it's so funny to have uh, our thoughts recorded like this, because you can go back and like I did this with uh, you can do this with music. If you go look at an artist and you listen to their first album to their last album, you can watch their, their process. You can watch what they were going through. And it, you can see it with our podcast, where from the beginning of our podcast to now, you can see how we've changed in the things that we believe. Yeah. And it's just funny, as I reflect on it, how my views are still changing and things are still becoming apparent. But in the end, the, the, the same is still true that I, I, I trust in God and God's going to greater... My anointing and the anointing and the things that I'm doing, but I sit there and I wonder how are humans hindering this? How am I hindering the movement that God wants to do?
3: You know, and I think it's probably like difficult to think about like yourself in that way like what am I doing to hinder God's, you know, what you know however you want to think about it. It's probably it's probably strange to like think about that cuz like you think to yourself you're like, "Man, I put in a lot of hours at the church, like I volunteer mm-hmm. for all this stuff, you know, so on and so forth." And it's hard it's hard to imagine that you could be hindering anything that God has in plan. But it's also very difficult to know God's plan, mm-hmm. so you you might be thinking you're doing it right, and like truly believing that, and like praying on it, and feeling like you are, but I don't know because I've thought about that before too, and even sometimes as much as you do do put in a big pause there. Mm-hmm. Sorry, um as much as you do do for the church maybe the only way that you're hindering anything is because somehow you're still not doing enough. Like I think about that on myself sometimes, you know, so I I, know.
1: I actually thought about it in the other way. Is it that I am hindering the church or is it that me being in this place is hindering me?
3: Oh, for sure. That's also another area of concern. I, I, that's how, for how sure. I've,
1: been, I've been thinking about it like that a lot recently. And yeah, it, for sure. It feels wrong. To think about it like that. Because
3: like who who am I? To, like, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: people are being helped. God is being shown to people and it's changing their lives through this church and through all these churches. But is it that I'm in the wrong place? And like you said, it's impossible to know God's right will. And it's impossible to know what God's plan is, but is it that god has a greater plan for me and that i'm just in a season of you're
3: staying comfortable almost uh, yeah, maybe you're right yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. cuz even even though it's like yeah cuz if that is the situation even though you are still doing god's work and stuff like that maybe maybe you're doing someone else's work that god has in mind right now mm-hmm. like you know like for instance like just as an example like maybe you have to step out of a position because it's time for somebody else's it's somebody else's turn in that position and then you are supposed to move on you're supposed to be um promoted yep. into something else in God's plan you know so i mean i i don't think that's outrageous to think
0: so we come around again to the whole complacency
3: hills
0: <laughs> topic <laughs> you know?
3: you just need to get that tattooed it's not a bad idea. I know it's not. I think you should do it on your left butt cheek. Can we? Can
1: we that, all? That one. Left can calf. We, can we all get matching CIC tattoos on the bottom of our feet? That's the uh, bottom of the foot, dude. Oh no gosh, way, no. man. No oh, shot. Do people do that? Do they get
2: tattoos on the bottom? Oh, no, for head? sure,
3: definitely. Ooh. No way, though, man. First of all, look on like crap. Heel. First of all, look like crap. Second of all, hurt like crazy. Second of all, never see it. Second of all, I said that was third, huh? Fourth. fourth. Second of all, I'm on the fourth thing. And then fourth and then second of all for the third time. Second of all second of all number three. It's just gonna wear off, man. It's the bottom of your foot. Yeah. Put
1: it. I want that on my cheek. Yeah, your foot's getting your foot skin wears off a uh, lot. Oh yeah, real bad. Especially the bottom. Although they do say that lip tattoos are supposed to wear off, and I know some people that got some college lip tattoos that they're still regretting.
3: I was just gonna say you? I was just gonna say, do you remember that one time where but, you were gonna But do it? I have
1: friends that did do it and they're like six years later, it this thing hasn't worn off at all. Are you serious?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ain't no amount of chew in the world make that tattoo go away on that inner lip. No. That's hilarious. Oh. That is so funny. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I was gonna do that.
3: I know. I remember it very well. I remember exactly what it was. I remember we were like planning it LV. out. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, wasn't yeah. even the one I and was thinking. I was
1: gonna get Feb. Ah, yeah. February, yeah. man. February. Hell,
3: hell of a month. <laughs> hell of a month. <laughs> Did you forget? It's my, it's my Did you dad, forget? It's my, it's my
1: dad's birthday. It's February. <laughs>
3: Great month. You know what I love about it is it's got less days than all the other ones. Doesn't mean February is any less of a month. But anyway, um, back to Jesus and stuff. So the other thing that I've
1: been been thinking about a lot recently is... So, Matt, you know this because you saw it firsthand, but you guys know it from me and Matt's stories. Um, When we were at camp, we saw demons. Like, hardcore demons are attacking these kids and we saw some of the kids get set free and i saw or i felt and then saw a demon laugh in the face of a pastor and get up and walk away
2: did i uh, just stopping you for one second i was listening to this podcast about it was a um i, I love listening to debates and it was um atheist debating like a Pentecostal Christian it was hilarious and uh, one of the things that the guy, the guy said he said look if demons are real and demon possession is real then how come I never see it and he said how come I never see it he said I, I hear I hear all of these stories he said why doesn't anybody ever pull out a camera and video he's like I, I'm, I'm yet to see if someone can show me proof I believe I'm like dude you gotta come to camp <laughs> <You're->
1: <laughs> When you get in that situation, the last thing you want to do is pull out a camera and start recording. Yeah. Like, you? Th- there's actually, there's a there's a guy that I th- I've been seeing on Instagram that he is a uh, revival, Pentecostal, like, exercising demons and he videotapes it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like, I- this is making me super uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes you feel yeah. like I don't feel like this should be videotaped. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, there are videos. So the reason, the reason I say that is I've literally watched people be possessed. Not oppressed. We've talked about, like, demonic oppression. Demonic oppression is all around, always, all the time, like, me feeling depressed. I absolutely believe that there's demonic oppression on my life right now that's trying to keep me away from something greater. And anxiety, depression, people taking all these pills to, to get better. I believe that all of that is demonic oppression. But possession. I've seen it firsthand. It is terrifying. And I, I I refuse to believe that it only happens at camp. Oh, for sure. 365 days a year there are people oppressed and possessed. And I i think that's where everything is stemming from with my problem with these churches, is that I'm sitting here watching these people get oppressed and possessed and there's nothing that we're doing about it. And that's what's driving me crazy. I, I, I'm leading a youth group full of kids that I, I can see are being attacked on the daily and like have some serious dark stuff in their lives. And there's nothing we're doing about it other than, hey, come to our safe place. Hey, sing this worship song. Like, those are good, but. These kids Yeah, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but
3: that's just a break. hmm You know? That's just that's just recess from real life. For and them. not
1: just kids. These are adults. Yeah, adults too. as well, for like, sure. You said it earlier. It's it's milk. It's like the I don't know what verse it is, but he talks about milk versus solid food. There is a time where people need to graduate to solid food and most churches that I've been to in the past three years aren't really giving solid food in the way that i feel like i should be giving solid food
3: yeah and like i i also think that there's more tiers of solid food too because i think milk is like your very very watered down basics you know and and obviously there is a place for that a place in time for that and the time i mean the time is like beginner I don't mm-hmm. know that there's ever a time outside of, like, beginning your walk with Christianity for that. And then I think there's solid food in the sense of, like, like smashed peas or something like yeah. that. Where it's like, that's, wow. that's your first step into it. And then you go to whole peas... And then you go from whole peas to like, you know, then eventually you, you know, go through all these phases and you work your whole way up to the big mama, the steak, mm-hmm. you know, and the steak, the steak, I think the steak and potatoes, the, the, the man's meat that, is, that is, that is, I feel like the level every Christian should, uh, aspire to be at aspire. Was that was, was that right? Mm-hmm. I th- I think that's where everybody should want to be at, but I think. I I know from myself personally now now as I'm saying this all out loud I think I'm trying to skip to that and I'm still somewhere down by solid peas or something like that. I
1: think you're a little bit farther than peas. Maybe you're I'm solid
3: maybe maybe, maybe I'm like on french things. fries, I don't know, yeah. but I I'm not I don't think I'm ready for like full blown steak and potatoes, you know? And yeah. I and I think I am, but maybe I'm not. I
2: think you always feel that
1: way. I I agree.
3: And I think and I think you probably sh- you know, I don't think it's wrong to feel that way. And I don't you know like that you're that you're not worthy of more at then, the, in the moment, but
1: something that keeps you humble, I guess. One hundred percent, I agree with what Matt with what it, Matt is saying to your point. What church camp? Mm-hmm. So this is my.
2: You're gonna talk about Pastor Nate?
1: Well, no. That's something he told us too. He no, said he you, feels you can... like he needs to even. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the, the... He's the associate pastor, but he's been pastoring people forever. And he said the same exact thing. Yeah, he feels like he's still learning. He feels like he's yeah. still... Well, you'll always be learning, too. But the, you thing know? That, the thing that I'm trying to say is that even at church camp, after I had hands-on dealt with demonic possession, hands-on, the next time it happened, I was like, I don't know what to do. I can't do this. And it was like, All right. I already did it once. I know God can pull me through it. I know God that can pull this person through it, but I got in my own head. I got the and I feel like that's easy to do that's even that is demonic oppression I got a spirit of doubt in my soul I doubt I can do this I don't think I can do this I don't even know what I'm doing here what is going on right Right. and it's just it's you can't you can't let those those spirits and those feelings get to you like that
2: that's something Pastor Nick talked about today Mm. I don't know if you were there but he talked about um, the difference between having authority and then having the ability The authority being our God-given precedence over evil. The ability, having the confidence and the know-how to actually use the authority. And he said that authority doesn't mean that we have the ability, but if you want the ability to do big things in the spiritual realm, then you have to reject wickedness. Perversion and unbelief.
3: And I I, th- I feel like I agree with that like a thousand percent because any, like you hear like people say like any Christian with Jesus in their heart or whatever, you know, corny as it sounds, is, anybody that has that has the ability to do anything like what we're talking about. like Has the authority. Yeah, has mm-hmm. what I say? Ability. Oh, yeah, the authority. Sorry. Yeah. See, it's like people think it's interchangeable. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm going with this. People think it's interchangeable and, you know, it's, I, I, get, I guess it, can be thought that way but it really is not because the authority is like like being given the permission to but it's not like you've learned how to and the only way you learn how to is when god is ready for you to do it That's what and happens. even even if you have that at one point does not mean that you will have that at any point yep you may you may not be the tool God needs in a certain moment, even if there is no other tool present at that time, He might just withhold that from you, mm-hmm. because of whatever you know. whatever the reason He has. With you the know.
1: demon at camp that got up and walked away, it, they had they had prayed and they were fasting for two weeks before camp started. They were ready for all of this, but like the verse that Pastor Nick was talking about this morning, the the apostles went out. A demon laughed in their face. They came back and said. Jesus, why did he like what happened? Why couldn't we do this? And he said, You needed more time. You needed more preparation. And it's the same thing where it's we need more time and preparation. You have the authority, but you don't have the ability because you didn't put the time in.
3: And even if even if like in that instance, like he said they fasted for two weeks and stuff, like not many people in that kind of position fasting for two weeks. You have you have to imagine and in the world of spiritual realm, that has got to have racked up some God points. You know what I mean? Like, you have got... I mean, that many people in charge of a camp... I mean, obviously, this is, like, such a good thing. You know? That had to have racked up some God power. So, I can't imagine, even like, in that instance particularly, that it wasn't... That there wasn't enough time into it, per se. But I... Maybe it just deeper. was not God's time, though. It could have yeah. just not been God's absolutely. timing. Absolutely. Like I don't, I don't think that that was on the fault of anyone. Mm-mm. I just think that was God saying, "Hey, listen, it's just not. This it, one's it, not ready. Just, yet. just not ready. Yeah, absolutely. just not ready. Yeah.
1: Absolutely." So the, I want to bring this up. Someone reached out to me recently, um, and I'm not going to say their name and I'm not going to out them, but we were talking about how. Uh, discipleship we were talking discipleship pretty much and they said I feel like every week I'm getting told to tell people about Jesus tell people about Jesus go out go out go do your thing and personally I feel like I'm in a season where God is changing me and my roles as a person my season of evangelism is temporary on the back is temporarily on the back burner as as God grows me in these ways and i feel guilty about that because i'm not on fire for serving but there's seasons to serve and seasons to grow yourself and maybe i'm wrong but i don't know but that's just how i feel i absolutely understand And that. i told i told them that i was like no you're absolutely right there are seasons to grow and there are seasons to go you are in a season of growing and i feel like that's 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 my problem with the the church that's that's what i was trying to say they're, they're, we are training people to just go, 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 go. And we are taking that commandment of go and tell all the nations, which is fantastic. Go do that. But people aren't ready for that all the time. You can't take someone that just got off of heroin and say, go evangelize immediately. Because that person might not be ready. Now, there are 100% people that can do that. There are people that will change their life in a, in a snap, and they're ready to go out and to go do that. But then you can't say that that's everyone. There are people that need discipleship. There are people that need to learn. There are questions that need answered before someone is ready to go debate their faith. And I, I said, um, what did I say? Oh, we kind of lump everyone into a season of going and don't give them any time to grow or understand what it means to grow. We have a huge lack of spiritual knowledge. I said don't feel bad about feeling like you need to grow because that's important. There's no one that's going to grow you spiritually except you. I think that's extremely responsible of this person Mm -hmm. to recognize that. Yeah,
3: I agree. For Mm -hmm. sure. I think that's like... As responsible in your in your faith as you can be, absolutely to to know when when you're being either like told or coerced or like pulled in one direction for God, and you just know that's not right. Like if you're spending time in God and you're just you're really feeling like the tug saying like no, this is not right mm-hmm. for you at this time. At least mm-hmm. I think that's extremely responsible to feel that, and and and, and then confess
1: that. that no you can't stay there, but you just have to keep realizing when your seasons are changing yeah okay perfect. you have to you have to realize, hey, this is my season of growing. I need a minute I think yeah, and i think if you're I think if you're responsible
3: and humbled enough and knowledgeable enough to recognize that it 's not time, I think there's no reason that you shouldn't be able to recognize when it is time then when it comes yeah absolutely to
2: every to everything there's a season and a time. To every purpose under the heaven. Wait, what is that? It's in Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes. Is that Ecclesiastes? Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't. Know the, I,
2: don't I don't know the I the know I Ecclesiastes. it's in
0: Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes three. Ecclesiastes.
2: Hold on, wait, wait, I'll find it because I really, I think that verse makes a lot of sense right now. Ecclesiastes, where are you at? Ecclesiastes three one. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. And it keeps going. I, I love this chapter of Ecclesiastes, but it continues to
1: go on. Peace. So like, so, so personally, I just I feel like I'm in a season of hey you got so connected with a church and you did everything that you think you can do. What's your next step? Mm -hmm. And I'm watching all of these other people around me that are my age start stepping into roles that I'm like, I could be stepping in that. Is it because I didn't go to school for it? Well, no, I don't think so. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Okay. Is it because I'm not just taking the step? Maybe. Is it because I'm in a place of complacency? Maybe. Is it because I'm stuck in this place and I'm not willing to move, so God can't use me if I'm not going? And it's just it's I'm in this I'm in this place of where's the door? What door is open? And I mean it's hard. It's it's stressful. And I feel, like, I feel like, it's not like I'm the only person on the planet that goes through that. I know that. But I, I really feel like to be open and transparent about it, it's going to make someone listening, or maybe even us, come to a realization that God's timing isn't always your timing. What, what is it? You make a plan and God laughs. Thing. For sure. And like, like Matt was saying earlier with the Leaving the Legacy thing, Andy Minio actually has a song about that, Matt. It's, uh, he talks about how he was standing in a park and he saw the park and he saw all the people in the park and he was like, all of these people are going to die, but this park is still going to be here. Like like, what, what legacy am I leaving? Do people actually care about the things I'm saying? And like, I have the same thing where I'm like, I, it's terrifying to think that at my funeral, people are going to start talking about politics. Like... Like, like I, that's not the life I want to end up leaving. Hmm. I don't
2: know. I don't know either, man. I just
1: waiting for doors to open, I guess.
3: Yeah. Here, so. Sorry, chilling. I'm just gonna talk through it. Need a deal. Um. <clears throat> Do you want me to... It's a good, yeah, thing.
1: It's
3: a good thing we're not a podcast or anything. No, 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 because no, I it goes right along with what you're saying. Like you're you're waiting for a door to open and you're like looking for this door to open. But the way the way that God works is that you let me get this right, you will it's not it's not a matter of believing what you see. You have you you will see this door open when you believe it is time for the door to open. And I think I think yeah. that you know that that is probably true inside but like you're hesitant with it and I think I think if you just let go of the hesitation and accept that like God is God is ready for you in your next step I th- I think as soon as you truly believe and expect it to happen and like beg God that it will happen I think it will happen yeah and I don't think I don't think it will be like foggy I think it'll be clear as day preach it
2: I think a lot of times people try to, um, God uses times like you're in. I know he used me, this is during 21 days of prayer, last year. Um, I know that he used the feelings that you're feeling with me in order to teach me patience. Um, And I didn't fully understand patience until last year. Um, And I still probably don't fully understand it, but I have a lot better of an idea and you might be doing the same with you. I, again, mm-hmm. I'm not used to say what God's doing. but
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's hard because we bring... <laughs> we've said this a million times on the podcast. We bring all these things up that don't have answers. yeah, And we're never going to find an answer to these things. And it's like... I know that there's not an answer. But life is, life is getting fast. And it's, it's scary, right? Like it's, well, we've been doing this for three years and it feels like we just started yesterday And Max Garage and it was below zero. Please stop. It was so cold. But I don't it's just, it's, it's hard to see where your life is going and be okay where you are. Mm. I have a, I have a really hard time. With complacency. Because, like, I never want to be complacent. And then every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, you're not doing enough. Hmm. And it's... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's something nice about
2: not, not caring. It's not really right. But maybe there's something nice about not caring and just surrendering, too, on where you're at and just making the most of the position that you're in just to learn... What learn the most you can learn and listen to God as hard as you can listen maybe there's something good about not having to worry about it, that's something where I find a lot of freedom in Christianity in the religion perspective of it all as well, is that we don't really have to worry, and we're not really called to worry we're called to make a difference um, but not worry about God's plan on making that difference and as long as your heart's open to do that, then I don't really think there should be any any hurry at least from our perspective you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. I don't know. I like, and I'm not. I'm not trying to make this seem like depressing. No. Yeah. No. I get it. I, I think a
2: lot of people feel the way you feel. I know yeah. I did at one point in time too. But I feel like I'm going. I'm on a good like route now, in a good road mm-hmm. for what I need to accomplish. And I feel like God's using me to do it. And I see it now too.
1: I guess. I guess I'm just in, in like logistically. I'm trying to figure out how all of the avenues lead to one road like all of the different things that I'm doing in life like just everyday work plus church stuff plus this stuff plus keeping relationships I'm I'm trying to figure out how all of the avenues lead to one road what's going to end up being the road that I'm taking Cause like okay so so for Ma- for you Matt if for example like your career you you're gonna be doing your career for probably the rest of your life you love it you enjoy it you're getting a lot done you're making money so like there's no there's no reason for you not to right I I'm trying to figure out what path that is I'm not saying career like I don't care what my job ends up being but i'm trying to find that thing where it's like yeah this is what i'm gonna do for the rest of my life mm. and because like there's a there's a million little things that i'm like yeah i do that i love that i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that but it's like what's what's the what's the overarching purpose and i guess that that's that's I think you know it yeah but that, i feel like that's the 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 doubt the spirit of doubt coming back on me like where it's like are you sure What what what's next but in the end, it's, you shouldn't be doubting. Okay, okay, that's the answer. Thanks. Thanks, Holy Spirit. Um, it's, it's, you know what your purpose is, but you're doubting it. What do you have doubt for? I talked myself in a circle and found the answer, but...
3: Good. Sometimes it's all text. takes. <clears throat>
2: I don't know what it is either.
1: So Well, this has been Episode seventy-three. We're back, baby. Yeah, it's good. Um I don't know. I hope I hope that the things that we talked about in this episode helped at least someone understand that you're not alone in it. And that like life is a series of complacency. It's life is a series of comfortable situations that you have to get yourself out of Mm. and i feel like i don't know i feel like that's the big ticket picture that's the big picture here where it's like you can you can feel comfortable and it's okay here you go it's really scary to leave the season that you're in
0: Mm.
1: once you once you get into the season and you're like you're rolling, things are moving, the train is going, and you're gonna get to that destination. And then you realize, oh wait, my season's over, it's time for the next one. That's terrifying. Huh. And I think that that's where my main—I've said a lot of things, but I think that's my main uh, thing, where it's so it's it's terrifying to leave the season that you're in, and I'm just in a season of changing seasons, huh. and that's my. That's my big picture. So, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, everybody.